Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Salutations, possums. Welcome to the Dynasty Tailgate. We are here to talk about week one college football. I am so excited. As always, Mr. Billy Manziel, you can follow him at Ombre Vendor. He's going to take us on the journey, the journey, the beautiful artwork of the college landscape to get us prepared not only to enjoy the games this weekend, but for our Dynasty Leagues. But first, let's tailgate. All right, Joe. Joe, we're finally here. It's week one of the college so football excited. season. We had a week zero, and sure, there was like a couple of fun stories going on. There was, you know, we got to see Josh Downs play, and he was everything that he was advertised to be. North Carolina looks like they have a quarterback in Drake May, which is exciting. Drake May looks really good. Florida State's got three running backs I think could be potentially NFL relevant, which is kind of hilarious because we thought there was going to be two. That you know, none of them are going to be relevant because they can't be drafted this year. But in the years to come, they have a three-headed monster there that looks like three NFL starting running backs, which is fascinating. But other than that, wasn't really that big of a weekend. So this marks the first weekend I think of the college football season because this is where the teams that are actually relevant for the championship are going to be playing. This so. Is it. Joe, we're not going to talk about Thursday night's games because we're recording this on a Thursday. Not going to talk about Friday night's games because we're just going to we're just going to leave those teams for when they're playing on actual Saturdays. We're only going to talk about Saturday and Sunday's games because they're Saturday, Sunday, Monday games this weekend. It's going to be a whole weekend full of Labor Day football, and I'm pretty excited about that. It's the only weekend they can do it because of the whole NFL contract situation. This is the only weekend that college football can do this, so it's kind of exciting, but. Let's just jump into the best matchup of the weekend, and that's Ohio State versus Notre Dame. Number two, Ohio State versus number five, Notre Dame. So Notre Dame's got a new coach. They kicked Brian Kelly out the door, and they brought in their uh, defensive coordinator, Marcus Freeman, to be the uh, coach. And 
I'm kind of fascinated to see what this looks like, Joe. Um, are, is there any player that excites you in this football game? Well, we know there's a lot of fantasy uh, studs in this game that we're really excited to see. I mean, it starts off with Stroud, Henderson, and JSN. I mean, without Olave and Wilson there, what's this offense going to look like? It's I'm pretty excited to see how that functions. I I agree. I mean, Jackson Smith and Jigbo, a lot of people are unsure of him. I don't know why. He was the best receiver on that receiving core last year that had Olave and Garrett Wilson there. So it's kind of fascinating that people are like unsure of him. But yeah, he had the best uh, season and he had the best chemistry with Stroud. So I don't see how he could be any short, anywhere short of number one or number two in most people's. The only knock I hear on him is he's slow, but when you watch him play, I mean, he's dominant. So yes, it, the, the thing that you like about him is his hands. His hands are just, they're made of gold, Joe. They, they can catch anything you throw their way. If there's a Madden snitch, if there was if, yeah, exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> he would be that guy. He would be that guy in Quidditch in Harry Potter. He would be this, the seeker um, going after the uh, snitch. He is the guy that you're going to, his hands are the best part about him. like, let's just put it that way. He's going to have a 20 catch game at some point this season. I just, I guarantee it. I mean, we're, we're also watching in this game, uh, CJ Stroud. I, I would like, to see, I would love to see a little bit more. I don't know. I would love for him to se either separate himself in a good way or a bad way from Bryce Young, because, you know, this two headed race we have going into the NFL season will be fascinating to watch. Um, it'll be fun just to watch Travion Henderson. He's not eligible to be drafted this year, but he is the number one running back in football. So to, just to get your mouth watering a little bit about what that's going to look like in the NFL draft in two years is kind of exciting. Um, and then we have Marvin Harrison's son, Jr., is going to be the other starting wide receiver across from Jackson Smith and Jigba. So that makes me feel old a little bit, Joe. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's a good storyline. Uh, yeah. And I felt my hip fall out of my socket there. By the way, I'm really glad you remembered what the seeker was called in Quidditch because yes. I could – I was trying to rack my brain on that one, but I'm proud I, of you. I think, you know, if we had to draft players to be the seeker in Quidditch from college football, I think JSN would be number one. I, I personally, I just that I think he's got that good of hands that he would be rivaling Harry Potter as the seeker in <laughs> Gryffindor. Yeah. I had to drop it. I can't believe okay. We don't have to get in a whole Harry Potter. I cannot believe <laughs> catching the snitch automatically won you the game. Yeah. Like, why would you not put all of your resources into finding the one player that could be the seeker on the team? Like, why would you even waste your time with the bulls? Leave your posts open, man. Well, okay, a, a keeper would be a good call so they don't score so fast. But, like, the seeker is obviously, you know, it's kind of like a three-point shot in basketball. Like, it's it's the most important spot on the field. So if you feel like you need your best player and whatever, we don't have to get into all that <laughs> Harry Potter breakdown. Marvin Harrison's son. Yes. Making us Mar feel old. Marvin Harrison's son. Is he going to um, be anything? Uh, supposedly he's supposed to be he's supposed to live up to the hype i mean he is a freshman coming in here I, I believe he's a freshman he might be a sophomore um but he's believed to be you know the next guy so at ohio state so that's going to be interesting to watch i mean the one thing about this team is how good is this defense going to be because they do not have a single first rounder on this defense it doesn't look like um i don't really have zach harrison is the one player i'm kind of highlighting on the defense but he's had five years to prove himself, Joe, and he hasn't done it yet. So it's kind of like make or break for him. And I don't – I mean, we're going to be seeing Zach Harrison at the Senior Bowl for sure. He's, he's going to be the Senior Bowl darling, right? He's got a Senior Bowl lock on him, but he just <laughs> hasn't really shown what I think he could do. So 
I think that's the one player on Ohio State that we're going to be watching. Um, on the opposite side of the ball, Notre Dame. Now, this this team will be very interesting this year. They've got the number one tight end uh, coming out in the draft in Michael Mayer. So that will be the only interesting part to watch on the offense. Obviously, the other two other players there are just kind of getting used to being there. They're not, you know, they're obviously Kyron Williams was there last year. Um, but the team as a whole on offense was not exactly something to write home about last season. Uh, so that'll be interesting. And then their defense is what we're really looking at. Marcus Freeman was leader of the defense. Um, and Brandon Joseph trans- transfers in to just immediately slot into Kyle Hamilton's spot on that safety position. And he is supposed to be potentially a first rounder, Joe. Like we could have another one coming out of Notre Dame next season. Notre Dame does tight ends and safeties, man. They always have. So hopefully it, they can keep that up. It does seem that way. Also, we got to throw it out there, Isaiah Foskey. He, although he has a dope name, is a sick name, Foskey. I just like saying it. And he's also a very good defensive end for that team. Um, he could potentially be a linebacker by the end of the season. We'll have to see how that's that works out. But this team's gonna it's gonna be a very weird game, Joe, because the offense on one side is really good, the defense on the other side is really good, and then the it's complete opposite on the other side. The offense for Notre Dame is kind of meh. And then the defense for Ohio State's kind of meh. Like they, I love those games, though. Those, you know, those, it makes it so interesting to watch it because, especially if you're playing daily on that. Oh yeah, line. for sure. And like, I don't know how cheap Notre Dame players are going to be in that game. I'm sure Michael Mayer is not going to be cheap, but you could probably pick up the rest of that offense for, you know, pennies on the dollar because I don't think they are considering them to be any good this season. But this will be the, the the marquee matchup of the day. I think Ohio State's going to clean house with Notre Dame. And I still have Notre Dame making it to the final four by the end because I think they just need a couple, you know, they need like six weeks to kind of like gel together. And I think they will. But I think Ohio State might just be a little bit too much for them right off the bat. They have literally three to four NFL players just right out the gate. <laughs> crazy all right let's move on to the second biggest game of the day but it's still equally in my opinion important and that is georgia number three in the nation versus number 11 oregon um so this is kind of an interesting matchup in the fact that dan Lanning was the defensive coordinator for georgia last season uh georgia had one of the best defenses we've ever seen in college football last year um that played out in the nfl draft and all of those players look like they're about to slot in to be starters in the NFL, which is very fascinating. Um, well, that Dan Lanning, who just coached all that team, goes to Oregon to take over the probably the two best linebackers in football. Now, we've seen a lot from Noah Sewall, who is Penny Sewall's brother. Um, he looks like he's a solid first-round linebacker, no questions asked. Probably back into the first round, but still first round. Um, and then Justin Flo is very interesting at this because he hasn't really played a lot of football, but he's got the hype behind him. He's like that five-star guy in high school that is supposed to be something, but we don't quite know. So no, that's Oregon, a good name. Justin Flo. Justin yeah. Flo. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's awesome. It's very good. Um, their offense is kind of a mystery. Um, they're bringing in Bo Nix who played at Auburn, um, my opinion was never really that special. Uh, they lost Travis Dye to USC, and then they lost CJ Verdell to the NFL, who didn't get drafted. He got signed to the Colts, but I don't think he ended up playing. He's not, he's not there now. He got cut. Um, so they got a big hole at running back, and that's kind of how they were able to win games last season, was able to take advantage of that run game with two really good running backs. So I have to try to 
figure out how to uh, move the ball on this Georgia defense, Joe, which yeah. will move on to Georgia. They didn't, they didn't, they're not going to lose a step. Unfortunately, you think when you lose as many players as they did to the NFL, that that defense is going to fall off. Well, Joe, I, I'm here to tell you that they're not that, filling it right back up. Yeah. It's, it's, it's looking just as nasty as it was last year. Nolan Smith, uh, defensive end Keely Ringo is going to be probably a top five player by the end of the season. Um, and then Jalen Carter, defensive tackle, is probably going to be a – he's already being mocked in the top two or three in drafts. So, uh, Joe, it's kind of like here we go again with Georgia and their amazing defense. Yeah. It never gets t- – or it's never tiring to watch that defense. Uh, last year it was really special to watch that all the time. And if we get that again, man, I'm excited for this season. Me too. And I, I can't wait to see exactly how players that like, you know, obviously we had, you know, some of the best defensive players in this past draft up there. So I can't wait to see how exactly they players slot into those positions. But some of these players were just playing last season. They were just too young to get drafted into the NFL. Um, the only offensive interesting part is the Brock Bowers, Eric Gilbert situation. So Brock Bowers in my opinion, is the best tight end in football. But a lot of people don't see it that way. A lot of people see Eric Gilbert, who's kind of floated around college football. He's kind of like one of those legendary names that um, he's he's going to be the next guy, but we haven't actually seen him really play football yet to, enough to, to say that. He, I think he played at LSU two years ago, but didn't really play. And then last year, I think he sat out the year at Georgia. I think he had to because of the transfer situation. Um but there's like PFF and all those guys are already slotting Eric Gilbert to be a potential top, one of the top tight ends in this class. I just, I don't know. It's hard to say. That offense was anemic last season. I can't, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, in our Debbie League, you took Bowers at what, 2 1? When we were, I did. When we so, were yeah. so, yeah, literally, yeah. We were, when we did Debbie and we're in a 12 team league, yeah, I took, took him in the second round. Um, I just, He's a matchup nightmare, and he's very, very good. Like, you know, there we've had tight ends in the past, like TJ Hawkinson and some of the, like, especially the Iowa tight ends that everybody's, like, you're really excited about. But Brock Bowers is just different. Like, he, he can run crisp routes. He can block. He's just – he has all the tools necessary to be a NFL tight end right away. Not quite in the Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is – Anybody that you, you compare to Kyle Pitts is just not Kyle Pitts. Like he is a receiver who happens to be big enough to play tight end. Brock Bowers is an actual tight end that you know just happens to be a really good receiver. So I think in for that reasoning, I, I think Brock Bowers is going to be one of you know the next best tight end to come into the NFL. Absolutely. I mean, it's the Kyle Pitts man that if anyone ever compares a tight end to him, I'm just laughing because. There's nothing like that. <laughs> exactly. It's like when people, you know, we make this joke on our offensive point show, but like it's when people make comparisons to Tyree Kill and it's like, okay, he's well one of one. You can't really compare players mm-hmm. to him. And it's like Kyle Pitts is that way with tight ends. You, you're never going to find another tight end that's built like Kyle Pitts. It's just not, it's not the same. Not good. He was in a lab somewhere. That's where he it, came from. Exactly. They literally built him with pieces and parts and put him together to build that in, you know, it, it's working out it is. for Atlanta, so that's exciting to see. But this game should be a little bit more interesting. Um, I would like to see how Georgia, you know, actually works without having Dan Landing there calling the defensive uh, 
possessions, but doesn't necessarily mean they're going to fall off very much because the players are still the players and Georgia is still Georgia. So I still think Georgia wins this. It just maybe isn't by a lot. Maybe it's only, you know, maybe they win like 27 to three or something. Not by a lot. Well, okay. I guess <laughs> that's true, but I guess, yeah, I guess that is 24 points. But, you know, it could be worse, I think. So you're projecting an ass-beating is what you are saying. I am projecting an ass-beating. I'm just interested to see how Oregon, with their first year with Dan Lanning, actually works. And they do have the two best linebackers in in college football. So to have that on your team is interesting. But I would say. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Okay. We'll just the rest of the matchups for the weekend are not exactly the most exciting ones, but there's a couple that I'd like to highlight just because there's players in them that I think that we, you know, there's gonna be two NFL players in there that we need to pick out of the bunch just to, just to see. Uh, the first one is the random Army versus Coastal Carolina game. So the reason I wanted to highlight this game is, A, and I, Joe, I've told you about this guy, mm-hmm. Andre Carter for Army. I mean, what, what if you watch guys, a little bit of his tape, what do you think? Guys, watch, just watch the tape. It is absolutely ridiculous. This guy is a monster. I saw him single-handedly just upend three offensive linemen at one time by himself, and he totally blew up the play immediately. I mean, the other offense didn't even know what the hell happened. It's impressive. I'm really excited to watch this kid all year. Um, yeah, watch him. Yeah, Billy, thank you for showing me that. For sure. Well, it's it's not only fascinating that he's a six five giant that can play defensive end. Um, it's also the fact that like you know everybody's freaking out because of Will Anderson and ever like that's going to be the you know what everybody's going to cover on IDP, especially when you're talking about Debbie. 
But Andre Carter almost had as many sacks as Will Anderson last season. Like he was right there. And I realized that Army is not exactly Alabama, but still, it's still like, you know, he's still that good and can still get to that level. And Army's never, I don't think they've had a first round pick in probably since World War II. I'm, I, don't, I'm, I don't know that for a fact, but I'm pretty positive they haven't had an NFL uh, talent picked in the first round uh, since he, he could definitely do it years ago. But I think that he is, he's going to end up by the end of the season being a lock to be in the first round. Um, on the Coastal Carolina side, side of things uh, is Grayson McCall, the quarterback. Um, first of all, fantastic name, Grayson McCall. Like, are you serious? That's a great name. But we got to see this is one of those situations I like to bring up on this show in particular. Is it the quarterback that makes the wide receiver or is it the wide receiver that makes the quarterback? And this is a perfect example of that. Uh, he loses Isaiah Likely, who was a tight end, technically a receiver, uh, to the NFL, who looks like a world beater in, in the NFL so far. I mean, he's, he's one of the preseason right. hype monsters that we've gotten. And he was that person at Coastal Carolina, too. So, you know, it's was it Grayson McCall making him better or was it him making Grayson McCall better? This will be a good chance to figure that out. And especially against an Andre Carter led army defense, this will be a very good test for him right out the gate because a lot, a lot of those other players on that team for coastal Carolina are not Isaiah likely. I don't think many people are Isaiah likely that dude. He just, he's, he glides. That's the best way I can explain it. I don't see many people that can run like him. They're that big. He just glides around catches the ball and does his thing so it's kind of cool you're talking about this one because it's you know no one's going to be talking about this game but it does have a lot of impact in what we're talking about it does and there's a chance that Grayson McCall he's like one of those sleeper quarterbacks that you know kind of like Davis Mills was for Stanford a couple years ago like he's just one of those guys he's he might follow the third round but he just he might have that thing about him that that keeps him relevant and might actually make him into an NFL player. But we'll see. I, Joe, I'm gonna go ahead and lock it in. Grayson McCall is going to the Senior Bowl. We're gonna get a chance to see him and maybe talk to him. So, oh yeah, we'll have to keep a little bit of focus on him. All right, got three more games. One of them we don't really need to talk about that much, but it's still interesting. Um, we'll talk about Utah, Florida now. Um, so Utah's number seven in the nation. Florida's unranked. Um, the reason we're bringing this game up at all is because of Anthony Richardson for Florida. Uh, we haven't really gotten to see a full season of Anthony Richardson yet because, you know, Dan Mullen was the coach there last year and he was very stubborn about putting the best player on the field, which I'll never understand college football coaches. Pretty when, rampant. Pretty why, rampant. I know like they have to be right about their quarterback. So it's like, I can't put the backup in because, you know, I got to be right about the Emory Jones, who's who they put in there who's since transferred uh, the new coach for them, Billy Napier just came in and was like, uh, we're putting that the freak of nature on the field, please, because I want to win a football game. So we're going to get to see Anthony Richardson. He's six, five and can do a front flip standing. Wow. Um, it's very fascinating to watch. I've saw him do it in a game that he was supposedly hurt. I think that was a little wink, wink to the audience of like, Hey, I'm not actually hurt. The coach is just a dumbass. Um, so <laughs> I would love to see him actually play a game of football, Joe. We got to see it a little bit. He's able, he's kind of like, he's a little Trey Lance ish is how I would describe him. He can launch the 70 yard bomb, but he's not exactly crisp with the, you know, the quick passes from the 15 yards. Like, you know, can't do the like quick stuff, but he can do the long bomb down the field. He did have the name AR 15. He found that insensitive of a nickname. So he's since said he doesn't want to be called that. 
I, I it was a perfect nickname, I thought. You know, but I get it. We, you know, it was smart by him. It, it's a it's a yeah. good it's a good brand not to have that be your nickname. Um, but we'll see what Florida brings to the table. It's not going to be a strong season for Florida, but Anthony Richardson should be a first round quarterback. He should. I he probably might be the third best quarterback going into the draft. That would be the ceiling, in my opinion. Um, but he's got a lot of work to do. He's got a lot to show. Um, going to be an interesting year to see exactly what he looks like by the end of the season. Especially um, with the NFL yeah. moving towards, you don't have to be accurate, intermediate, or short anymore. You just If you can scramble and then hit the long bomb, that's what all these teams want right now. So he'll right. probably vault up boards. I was about to say, and, and that's, that's what he is good at, so why right. not? Um, yeah. The other side of the football, Utah has Brendan Queeth, Queeth. I don't know how to say that one. And then Dalton Kincaid. I like um, Two of the best tight ends in college football, and they just happen to be on the same football roster, which is interesting. I I, I didn't – I had to put another storyline out there for Utah, and, or at least one for Utah, but they don't really have – it's they got a bunch of sophomores on defense, and they don't – they're going to be a great defense, but it's not really like a fantasy-relevant defense. It's more of just like the unit is really strong but not necessarily any one player standing out. I mean, they lost Devin Lloyd, who was the all-star linebacker there. Um, and they're going to be a great team. It's just not maybe because of Brendan Queeth and Dalton Kincaid, but they're two players that will be in the NFL next season probably. Yeah. All right, two more games. Well, I just got to get Alabama versus Utah State out of the way. I It's, it's not going to be a game. I'm not trying to make it seem like it's going to be a game. But I just want to talk about Alabama. They got Will Anderson, Bryce Young, Jordan Battle, Henry Toe. Damn it, I looked this up last year. It's like Toe Toe. Uh, Jermaine Burton and Cameron Latu. So these are all guys I'm looking forward to maybe being in the NFL. Um, I, I would say Will Anderson's for sure going in the NFL at the top five, maybe. Um, he's going to be the guy that everybody's kind of falling over themselves trying to get because he is a guy that you can anchor your defense around. Uh, Bryce Young, what does he look like without uh, J- Jamison Williams? I think that's very interesting. A lot of people have just automatically slotted Jermaine Burton in to be, you know, the next best wide receiver at Alabama, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I have not seen anything from Burton to make me think that. At least the year that, like, they had Jerry Judy and uh, – damn it, I forgot his name. Bob Jerry Judy. wasn't Devonta Smith. That was – I think no, it was Devonta. Whatever the year Jerry Judy was there, and whoever he was running with, they had at least Devonte Smith and um, guy that went to the Texans that I'm blanking. Matchy. At least you saw those two guys. You were like, those are going to be competent wide receivers. I at least could see maybe them getting to be something. But after Jameson Williams, there was not anybody on that team I felt good about last season. And when you saw exactly what happened when when Williams went down that title game. Bryce Young suddenly had no one to throw the ball to, and it got really scary for him. Like, I'm nervous going into this season because of that, because I don't know who his receivers are going to become. Uh, These are fresh faces, and and we'll have to see exactly what. But this is the first year, Joe, going in that Alabama is at a disadvantage at wide receiver, and I'm not sure how they're going to rectify that. I'm sure they'll get some transfers in there. Wink, wink. Wait, yeah. so Jameer Gibbs, do you think he's the next long line of Alabama running backs that we're going to be talking about for the next 10 years? Or? Okay, so my problem with Jameer Gibbs, I didn't write him down, and I probably should have, but I forgot to, 
And my problem with Jameer Gibbs is among the top 10 running backs that are going to be draft eligible for this next season, he is dead last in efficiency. Now, here's the one you can use the excuse. Well, he was at Georgia Tech and he transferred to Alabama. So maybe going from Georgia Tech to Alabama, you're going to have a little bit more efficiency. I agree. However, it just scares me a little bit when you are dead last of the top 10 running backs at efficiency, even if you were at Georgia Tech. Because some of these other players, Joe, are going to be coming from bad schools like Georgia Tech, and yeah. they were able to be efficient. So I don't know. I, I, I'm I a little bit further down on him than a lot of people. I do, I'm do. i probably going to slot him in at number two to start just because of the long line of Alabama, and I don't want to be wrong. You know, no. I don't want to be the person that was wrong about it, but <laughs> – at the same time, I can't say that I'm not a little nervous and I'm a little interested to see exactly what uh, the team looks like. Yeah, I mean, when you look at those Alabama backs, though, I mean, you know, Derrick Henry is just unbelievable. But then you get, um, you know, Damian Harris, Brian Robinson, even those guys were not that efficient and they still aren't that efficient running the ball, but they're powerful. And that seems to be what Alabama churns out every year. And the NFL just gobbles it up. It's true. And I mean, Joe, here's the thing. We watched Brian Robinson at Senior Bowl and we were like, that guy does not have it. I mean, it might be the most wrong take we got from the Senior Bowl was watching him play. And we were like, he looks like he's just running, falling. Like he, as soon as he gets to contact, he just falls down. Um, and then he was slated probably to be a major contributor to um, Washington this year. And that probably won't happen, at least for the first couple games. Um, we'll see. I don't know. Um, on the Utah State side, just because I needed to throw one out there, uh, Calvin Tyler is a running back I'm at least interested to see this year. I think that he's got a lot of good tools. Joe, I'm not expecting you to know who Calvin Tyler is. I'm probably going to forget his name. He by lit up UConn last week, man. That's all I know. That is true, and that's probably a good reason to put him down here. But we'll see. I don't know. I, I just bet I put somebody down on the other side just because Alabama's going to steamroll him, and it's not going to be fun to watch, I'm sure, after a while. But – all right, last game to look forward to for this weekend, in my opinion, is Florida State versus LSU. Um, we'll start out on the Florida State side. It's not as interesting. Um, I want all of the running backs to be on everybody's radar. It's just I know on Debbie's side, everybody knows all these names. Like you don't have to, you know, you, you already know what we're talking about. For the people that aren't necessarily clued in yet, they are all really good running backs. And I was thinking it was going to be Ward, and then we'll see what the other guys look like. Well, joke's on me because all of them are good. So you're going to be able to take any of those running backs, I think, and put them on your team. I would not be shocked if one of them transfers after the season because they're all young, so they're all going to be there next year too. I can't see how they like being in a three-headed backfield like that. And then also I wanted to mention Akeem Dent. Um he was one of my favorite cornerbacks when he first got to Florida State. Uh, he has not been great there, but I think that he shows a lot of tools that could be a good cornerback at the next level that could potentially be an impact player. So I'm kind of I'm, I'm hopeful, Joe. I'm, ho I'm hopeful. I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. And then on the LSU side of the ball, obviously Kayshawn Boot. He's most people's wide receiver number one. I'm not going to lie to you. I – I am a little bit more wait and see than a lot of people. A lot of people are just basing their opinions off of what he could be um, in a few splash plays, which no, you know, no, no jokes about that. There, he will probably be fine. I just, I need to see a little bit more from him before I slot him in there. I have him at number three, I think right now, just because I'm, I don't know. I, I just haven't seen enough from him and I, I can't put him over uh, JSN 
and uh, dude from USC. Like, I can't can't do it. Not not gonna be me. Um, and then on the defensive side of the ball is BJ Ojulari, who is Aziz Ojulari's brother. Um, they are he's very comparable to Aziz Ojulari. He might be even a little bit better. Um, I think what you know he's going to end up being at LSU this year is going to be a very bright spot on that defense. I don't think this is a strong year for LSU. Uh, their quarterback situation is a hot mess. Brian Kelly might not be a good coach. We'll see. Um, his recruiting tactics, Joe, I don't know if you've seen any of them, but he's been taking like weird selfie videos with recruits and stuff to try to get them to come to LSU. Does not appear to be working. So I don't know. I, I'm not saying it's going to be a hot mess because Ed Ogeron was there and they won a freaking national title with one of the best teams I've ever seen on a field. So I'm not saying LSU can't get it done, but it's just, you know, makes me a little nervous. Definitely makes you a little nervous, especially, I mean, who doesn't want to go to LSU, which is – is Brian Kelly really just tanking that that far? Well, I don't, I don't know because he left Notre Dame to go there. So you thought it was like a step up situation, but at the same time, like his weird tactics, um, I don't really get what he's doing. I don't know. Um, very. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see if it works for him. Yeah, uh, it hasn't has not worked this recruiting cycle. Maybe we can get back in on the next one. Um, all right. Well, that's all the games that I'm looking forward to. All of the big-name players are playing this weekend. Joe, do you have anybody you want to throw in there? I don't want to cut you off. Not here. really, man. I, I learned most of my guys from you. Guys, I'm along with this journey with you. Billy is our Debbie college guru guy, and I learn everything I know from him. So, you know, when we go to the Senior Bowl, when I'm watching football, I'll text him and be like, hey, what do you think of this guy? And he'll give me a full scouting report on him. And it's amazing having that encyclopedia of knowledge at your disposal. So, any questions you got, man, throw it, throw us, throw it our way. Billy is happy to help. And sure. uh, I'll, I'll say hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. All right. Well, okay. Before we get out of here, I just want to say the game to watch this weekend. And it's not really an upset because this team's not ranked, but North Carolina versus Appalachian state. I know that people remember Appalachian state taking down Michigan all those years ago. And Michigan state was ranked number four or whatever. And Appalachian state went into their house and beat them. This won't be on quite the same level as that, but I think North Carolina might be in for a little bit of a, a surprise playing in Appalachian State. And I just, you know, North Carolina is going to Appalachian State. I don't know. Just the chips, it's weird. Mar Hopefully Drake May could be good. Hopefully Josh Downs, you know, could be a solid. North Carolina looked perfectly fine last weekend. I have no real reason other than things just feel off about that game to me. So, I don't know if, if you're a betting person out there, the line's only North Carolina by one, which should tell you what Vegas thinks about that game. But if you're looking for the upset of the weekend, I think that is where I would be headed to look for one. I was just Googling the line. I was going to throw some money on it, but it's, you answered that for me. It's, it's, I don't know. It, it You would have to believe Appalachian State's going to win the game, I think, to bet it. But Man, it's just something feels off, Joe. I don't know how else to put it. Something just something feels off about it. Something in the water, man. There something definitely there. is. All right, folks out there, go watch some college football this weekend. Everybody should be. Everybody's going to be playing. All of the play, big name players are going to be there. They're going to have splash plays. There's no uh, NFL football this weekend, so everybody out there that's you know just needs their football fix. There's a couple of really great games right at start off the season, and you're going to see NFL players in those games. Hopefully, 
by listening to this, I've highlighted a couple of those so that you know, you know, when your buddies are at the bar with you, you know kind of who to be like, nudge, nudge. Oh, yeah, that guy. Like, Ohio State's offense is basically an NFL team this year. Like, I, they got a best quarterback in football, maybe. Best wide receiver in football, according to me. And best running back in football, also according to me. But, like, that should be enough to just try out and see what, you know, what you think. And Saturday night football, what else are you doing on Saturday night? Exactly. <laughs> Guys, thank you for riding with us. Now go out and tailgate. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.